This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. We are in a dimly lit room. It is deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. It is a Monday. It is a brand new week. And we are under the tutelage of our general manager, Senator John McCain, war hero, Senator American. All right, now start screaming at each other again and trying to make it about Trump. All right, there you go. We pause for three seconds to honor the man. Now we're back to hating each other. Isn't that grand? It is grand. So, uh, did some back-to-school shopping with the kids yesterday, right? Buying clothes and whatnot. Ah, yes. Very uh, exciting. My third graders decided to wear a tie for the first day of school. Beautiful. Which is an interesting move. Classy, you know. Some acorns fall uh, close to the tree. Some say, that life is not for me. He looked at his hippie dad and said, no way. His brother said, you look like you're the president of some company or something. Nice. But um, Dress for the job you want, which is fourth grader. I grabbed a shirt while we were at the Old Navy, which is, is that the fifth branch Trump announced? Old Navy? Correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, either it was mislabeled or I, or, I, or I grabbed the wrong size, but it is so tight. Oh, boy. It is like, uh, it's like I'm wearing a scuba shirt or something. Do you mind if I call you Sergio? <laughs> It is so so. As you are dressed like an Italian model. It is at least one size too small. And uh, it's the only shirt I had laid out for me, and I couldn't get another one without waking up my son. It was not worth doing that. So um, I will be dressed like I'm about to dance for women or something. All day long. It worked out. All day long in a business setting. Your sash fell off. I don't see it. It is very uncomfortable, and I feel very odd. Uh, my man boobs should not be on display like this. Oh, my. Uh, oh let's boy. introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing okay. Just trying to get our toggles and levers to work. Mm. And I think they're awake now. We're, we're up and going. But Excellent. I uh, had a good weekend. Uh, nothing really exciting. Um, I'm trying to think. I was going to tell you something, but the girlfriend said, no, I don't want to be a bit. So I, <laughs> oh, oh, that. So you can only there's no higher honor. What is she thinking? Uh, I know. So, <laughs> she doesn't want to be a bit. So happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> there you go. And right back at uh, you, Michael. Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Now, a new record was set for the most expensive car ever sold at auction. A red 1962 Ferrari 250 GTO was sold for a cool $48.4 million. Wow. Uh, the Who bought the, the car has not yet been said. The seller was an early Microsoft employee who is now uh, $48.4 million richer. Um, Probably it, old MBS from Saudi Arabia to match his yacht. <laughs> that was my first <laughs> He's got thought. the most expensive yeah. yacht and... House, right? And house and painting oh. in the world. So I mean, car would great. fit right in there. Yeah, this fits this fits his brand. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, it's bright red. It's got the uh it's got kind of a race car paint thing on it. It's got twenty three and a white circle on the What's door. What's the mileage on it? Get good mileage? <laughs> uh all right. tires. You got new tires on <laughs> it? Doesn't get good right. mileage. I don't I don't really want to drive around. No, but the AC doesn't work, mm. so oh, we'll take off a couple hundred bucks for that. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. Wanna give a tip of the hat to the to an old friend. We're Weird Al Yankovic, he is getting his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this morning. That is meaningless. <laughs> that has no meaning. Nothing makes Joe matter than a mention of All the Hollywood star. All you have star. to do is fill out a form. 
for him and pay him like two hundred dollars. <laughs> Anybody, you can have a star. Go ahead. <laughs> Met Weird Al years ago when I was working at KLOS in uh, L.A. He and Dr. Demento used to hang out. And they were a fun uh, couple of guys, I tell you. Or still are, actually. Is Weird Al weird? Uh, yes. He in is his, weird. In his own poetic way. Gotcha. Yes. He's actually weird. Yes. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is already Monday, August 27th, year 2018. We're setting you straight in 218 in my sexy, sexy tight shirt. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go. Let's let's do it at Mark. And again this evening, the breaking news, NBC News, confirming the death of Senator John McCain at the age of 81. This has been an NBC News special report. We will return to our regular programming on the NBC network. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. <laughs> And so what is that? That is the sound of two uh, large men, shirtless, with dolphin masks on, doing some sort of dolphins falling in love performance on America's Got Talent. So they transitioned immediately from John McCain is dead back into our regular programming, which is for crazy people, apparently. Shirtless, fat guys <laughs> making dolphins kiss. Yes. Nice, nice yes. transition. Yes. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Our flags flying at full staff at the White House after the death of John McCain. Another indication the feud between President Trump and the late senator continues into the week. Why, why, does, the, why does McCain dying have to be about Trump somehow? Why does everything have to be Trump? Because everything has to be about Trump. Why? That's why. Why is that, that question is about Trump. The answer is about Trump. This song's about Trump. And high school football is taking a big hit. Stories coming up minutes because from now. of Trump. Armstrong and Kenny. <laughs> what was Trump's role in that? Whoa, whoa, whoa no this, sounds like, this sounds like a Michael Jackson hit, but with different words. That was what Weird Al did. Huh? He oh, would, I get it. Eat it instead of beat it. He'd make up wacky words. Wow. Uh, so we got people listen to this? We got another shooting. Is that worth discussing? Same old conversation? Yeah. God dang it. Um, the defining moment of John McCain's political career. Something to be excited about, admire, or chastise? Or is it too early for that? Ah, uh, it's early-ish. <laughs> okay. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We have some weekly shower thoughts that will uh, trigger your uh, imagination or I like, something. I like to start the week that way. It's on the way next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. They don't want to give me credit for anything. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. most important political moment of John McCain's career, and what does it mean? How should it be interpreted? Stay tuned for that. Also, a uh, one of the most popular girls' names in the country has plunged on the charts in one year. Hmm. Why is that? Why is that? Stay tuned. We'll inquire. It seems like I had one more. Oh, yeah. They, we called off our talks with North Korea because they're, uh, well, they're lying cheaters and cheating yeah. liars. Yeah. The most likely outcome is indeed, apparently, well, it's a little early, but. 
Sure looks like the outcome to expect. Doesn't look good. No. Which is a shame. Because then we're right back to, they got missiles that can hit us anywhere. You know, Jack, sometimes on a Monday morning you come back to the studio and you realize in spite of the many, many, many millions of dollars of revenue we have brought in and the many years the show has been a smash hit, people still decide it's okay to come in here and F with it and take stuff. What happened? And, 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 and that has occurred. And in previous days, I might have gone nuts. But I am not you're, you're going not, to go nuts. You're not now? Oh, no. I have I a wish pers- you would. new perspective. Michael. What's your girlfriend think of it? Michael. What's his girlfriend yeah. think of it? Why don't you ask? It would be a funny <laughs> bit. But, uh, I, I will. I will. I will sign not another agreement that does not include a lock on the studio and people stay the hell out of it. Because what happened? Uh, my chair has been stolen. Someone stole your chair. My chair mm-hmm. has been stolen. Is there something particular about this chair? It isn't a piece of S. It, mm-hmm. it works. It functions. It doesn't have like jagged pieces of metal sticking out of it. It's reasonably new. There's a new person started over there today. Did they get your chair? We'll look into that. They may have gotten your chair. We'll look into that. I'm a stander, so. Yes. Well, I'm about a half and a halfer, but when I sit, it's very important to me that I sit well, <laughs> that I sit properly. Well, the boss, the big boss, saw how crappy my chair was and said, give me two days. Got me a great chair. Oh. It was a really nice gesture. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a, you know, it's disrespecting the big boss as well. And I won't have that. It's not about me. It's about her. Mailbag. Whee! I was thinking my pug has the... Uh... Our pug has the same belief as Winston Churchill. Hmm. Never stand when you can sit, never sit when you can lie down. God bless the great uh, <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> new parents can tell their children, when asked where do babies come from, new parents can tell their children they were ordered from Amazon and delivered via drone. <laughs> wow, that'll be the new thing. The new stork. The word bee is in uh, the, the buzzing uh, honey-producing insect. The two E's in B might actually be silent. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Uh, most of our morning routine consists of trying not to smell like or look like the animals that we naturally are. That's pretty good right there. So true. That is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Bars serve depressants, but promote a loud and active atmosphere, whereas coffee shops serve stimulants and have a chill atmosphere with soft music. <laughs> That well, is pretty good. You know, that is true, and it's funny, except the sort of bars I know you've favored throughout your life. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. have the depressing atmosphere to go with the depressants. Oh, yeah. Three three angry people staring at their drinks. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Probably 70% <laughs> light bulbs actually work in the place. Exactly. That's plenty. <laughs> uh, listen, this one's uh, serious. Sobering. F- forgive me. Birthdays probably meant a lot more back when you weren't sure if your kid would make it through the winter. Oof. Wow. Oof, indeed. Yeah. You know, it's funny. That would be lost completely culturally. And and I don't know that that was the case, honestly. But, yeah, if your kid made another trip around the sun and hit, like, nine years old, that'd be a hell of a good thing. Hell of a good thing. Uh, Moving along. The generation that created the Internet, smartphones, and tablets all played outside as children. Yeah, boy, we got a good story about that coming up. Mm. A woman who uh, let her. How old was the kid, Sean? Eight-year-old walked their dog around the block, and uh, somebody called the cops. 
Because they are an eight-year-old by themselves walking the dog around the block. Child protective services, etc. Wow. It was my freaking job to walk the dog we'll when talk, I was that age. We'll talk about that it later. It was my but. pleasure to do I loved going out with it, taking the dog to the park. Snow, rain, sun. Anyway, moving along. Um, somewhere there's a middle-aged billionaire right now. Let's picture him. He's, let's say, 45. Practically Elon Musk. Whose future trophy wife hasn't even been born yet. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> and finally, on a similar theme, men's, men's celebrities use money to attract women but hate gold diggers, and women use their bodies to attract men but hate to be viewed as a sex object. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're all looking for some sort of sweet spot. Now a uh, freedom-loving quote of the day from Adam Smith from The Wealth of Nations, which I actually attempted to read. And it's it's great. I mean, it's it's one of the great works ever produced on economics. But that, that invented the invisible hand. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Yep. Indeed. Came uh, out the same year as the Declaration of Independence, which has got to be God's work. How do they both come out the same year? It's the Enlightenment man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, the wealth of nations is it's it's exceptionally important. But it's it's a tad dry. Uh, his other it was book. not written as like a go-go business bestseller. His, other, his other book is better, which I attempted to read and didn't, but it was really good. I'll look that up real quick while you're doing this. Moby Dick, right? He wrote Moby Dick, that's right. right. But here's what he said. It is not from the benevolence of the butcher, the brewer, or the baker that we expect our dinner, but from their regard for their own interest. We address ourselves not to their humanity, but to their self-love, and never talk to them of our necessities, but of their advantages. In other words, strike a deal, man. That's what life's all about. Um, so the, he wrote another book about morality, the theory of moral sentiments. Oh, yeah. Which is really good. And then there's this book, if you don't want to read either one of those, but you want to learn all the stuff, How Adam Smith Can Change Your Life. I highly recommend that. That's pretty good. Wow. Who's that by? Uh, some dude wrote it a couple of years Adam ago. West. Doesn't matter. Russ Roberts. You'll never remember. It doesn't matter. Russ Roberts. He's a good man. A name worth remembering. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> This is, wow, this is this may deserve its own uh, feature time. We'll hang on to that one. On the topic of Facebook, here's uh, Nick in San Jose. I like to rip on Facebook as much as anybody, but Facebook popped up a memory on my page today, and I had to take a step back. For all their sins, I realized that Facebook has allowed me to chronicle some of my best moments in the last 10 years of my life. I regularly shared the cute things my kids said with friends on Facebook, and without Facebook, those moments would be lost to me forever, mm. as they mostly are to me, honestly. This memory from 2010 was on my feed today when my oldest daughter was in first grade. Dad, time to put on your school shoes. Which pair is more comfortable? Daughter, well, one has hearts and the other one has pink. There you go. (laughs) That daughter started high school last week, and this memory has made me missed up a bit. I'll bet it has made me missed up, and I don't know your kid. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg might be an evil information-stealing opportunist, but I'm still glad that Facebook exists. Uh, P.S. I don't work or own stock, etc., etc., KKTZ, keep kicking that Zuckerberg. Well, you know what, Nick? Uh, when Satan comes to you on the mountaintop to tempt you, he doesn't tempt you with a thumb in the eye or a kick to the prostate. He, he tempts you with temptations. So other temptations. He tempts you with temptations. That's right. I could have written the Bible. He, he, <laughs> he, 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 he gives you stuff you want. That's exactly right. Precious memories with your kids. And then while you're hugging your kid with tears in your eyes, then he goes in for the kill. I got a buddy who's a big Facebook guy, and we've been friends for 30-some years, and he knows where everybody we've ever worked with and know 
from way back in the day. Every he knows everybody knows them, still in contact with them. Their kids, their wives, their ups, their downs, where they live. Mm. And I don't know. I I don't know anything about any of these people. Yeah. And I often think, am I making a mistake? Then eh, I don't. Know. I don't know either. Mm. Should I be more? T- I don't know. I don't know. I hear you though. I think about that a lot. Um, what's wrong with politics? A couple of thoughts on uh, John Wayne McCain. Oops, I lost one of them. Where'd it go? Eh. Oh, there it is. Senator Lindsey Graham said, and I quote, it never crossed my mind that there would be political life without John McCain. This is what's wrong with politics today. People were not meant to spend their whole lives in the Senate. The founders wanted people to serve, then go back to their homes. It's impossible to get involved even at the local level unless you have connections. The average person has no say in how government is run. Lindsey Graham said that? Well, Um, that's interesting. Well, he said the first part about he can't imagine. It never crossed his mind. Yeah. Um, And then one more John McCain semi-related note. We're not going to argue about the man, but... Not right now, but Brian writes, it's disheartening how heartless and awful uh, folks can be. John McCain passed. It wasn't an hour after, and people are lighting up the uh, fans of Armstrong and Getty Facebook forum with such sick and hateful things about McCain as saying, good riddance, glad he's gone, may he have God's speed to hell, and so on. God dang it. What is wrong with people? I speak up and commented that people should be a little more respectful and get slammed. I see people on a daily basis battle cancer, and it's a lonely battle that I wouldn't wish upon anyone. It's floored me the immensity of the subset of people on this forum that are praising his death. Well, everywhere. It makes me sad, and the hate and disdain people have within that they they let politics consume their lives so much that they become just numb and hateful. Awful. It is interesting, a Republican that the liberal media has uh, been fawning over over the weekend, but there's been some really unkind, hateful things said by people on the right. Yeah. So I don't know what that means about your legacy. One thing I was thinking about is this, and I've always wondered this, how some people... Usually senators, senators, but sometimes in the House, end up being national figures that you hear about for years and seem to be at the center of every story. When there are, you know, in the Senate, you look at the list of senators, there's names you don't, you've never even heard before, and yep. they're three-term senators from a big state. Right. And then there are some senators, like John McCain from a smallish state, Arizona, or, or Bob Dole back in the day from tiny little Kansas, that end up being towering figures. How, how does that happen? Is that just... Part of it is that it's a safe state and they get elected over and over again. No, part I of mean, it's force I mean, of personality. There are plenty of people on the list that get elected over and over again. You've never heard of them. Mm. They just don't make it. They just don't end up being part of the national discussion. Yeah. I and I don't you. know why. I don't know if it's ideas they're or... sucky, maybe? They're I don't know if bad. I don't know if you're just better with the media and that's the key to it. I don't know. And finally, this fun fact to start your week. The Golden Gate Bridge. Have you ever seen it? It's very scenic. The Golden Gate Bridge was built in 4.2 years. Starting in 2009, the replacement of a mile and a half of road just south of it took eight years. Wow. Mile of pavement. Mile and a half. Took twice as long as the incredible feat of engineering that was the Golden Gate Bridge. That is depressing. Marshall on the way next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, a couple of texts before we get to the news. Have you guys seen your fan page? It's a cesspool. One has to wonder if these people ever actually listen to your show. I have not seen our fan page. I didn't even know we had a fan page. Judy Joe clicks on it now and again. Really? Yeah. I would know how to find it. Yeah. Um, it's, if it's a cesspool, I probably don't need to check it out. Well, and I don't want our name tied to it, honestly. I mean, although it's funny. She comments on this, that, and the other that's posted there from time to time, but... 
Um, I don't recall her talking about it being cesspooly a lot. I'm just, I don't deny it is. I'd like to suggest an MFM, a McCain-free Monday. Oh, we can't do that. Um, Jack's tight shirt is definite clickbait. Someone needs to put that on the website. Oh, yes, yes, we will. <laughs> oh, and it, yeah. it is so uncomfortable because I feel like if I put my arms down and breathe, the buttons would pop off. You know what the worst part and, of a tight shirt then, is? Then we've got nipples exposed. Oh, Lord. Well, that, whoa, we can't have that on the radio. The worst part of a tight shirt is when it's tight in the armpits. This is That's a miserable this, feeling. Yeah. This is beyond oh. a tight shirt. This is like your skin. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Lower the lights a little more, Marshall, would you? <laughs> And let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. Well, the late Senator John McCain is going to be lying in state at the Arizona Capitol in Phoenix and then the U.S. Capitol Rotunda in D.C. this week. Tributes from all sides of the aisle for the self-declared Republican maverick who told 2008 GOP conventioneers when they nominated him for president. I've been called a maverick. Someone who, someone who marches to the beat of his own drum. Sometimes it's meant as a compliment, and sometimes it's not. <laughs> what it really means is I understand who I work for. I don't work for a party. I don't work for a special interest. I don't work for myself. I work for you. You know, when I, uh, one I thing... heard he has a uh, black kid. Oh, one thing That's I, what disra- I gotta give context for that. Oh, that's what disrailed him in in '08 when uh, when uh, George W. Bush's right. campaign uh, had a push poll saying, "How would you react to the fact that John McCain is a uh, little black kid in the South to win?" Yeah. Was it South Carolina? Yeah, yeah. it was in 2000. 2000, um, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, eight, please. And I was watching some highlights yesterday and remembering that the the straight talk express in 2000 when he was running against george bush on a shoestring budget and caught fire it was very bernie sanders like the whole story was very bernie sanders like he had the enthusiasm and lots of people really liked it and the media liked it and he would just talk to people and say all kinds of wacky stuff and then the establishment candidate that the party wanted just crushed it mm-hmm. in a way hillary crushed bernie yeah they and, brought out all their guns and all their resources yeah. and yeah, yeah. swept Something. it aside Meanwhile, President Trump is facing criticism for reportedly refusing to put out a statement in praise of McCain after he died on Saturday. Washington Post reports that top aides, including Chief of Staff John Kelly and Press Secretary Sarah Sanders, wanted to issue a statement celebrating McCain as a hero and praising his military service. However, the president is said to have rejected that idea in favor of the short tweet that offered deepest sympathies and respect for McCain's family. Wouldn't the sort of people that have to tie Trump to everything, I say, I don't really give a flying, I almost dropped an F-bomb. I really don't give a flying F Trump's relationship to McCain for this story. But the sort of people that do, no matter what he put out, if he had said, if he'd put out that statement about being a hero, they'd have gone with the. You'll remember he said this back in yeah. 2016, right. and then they had to, and then people would have been shouting, "You said he wasn't a hero. Now you say he is. Which is it? You know." So it's just whatever. Right. What the f ever? No, there's a lot of anger for a Monday morning. I'm just tired of missing a chair. I'm, t- I'm tired of it. how does this factor in with Trump? I'm tired of that. Yeah. This, that guy died. Leave Trump out of it. Good lord. A champion gamer's decision to open fire during an online video competition, killing two people and wounding nine others before killing himself, has set off a lot of calls from gamers for more security at esports tournaments. With esports becoming truly big, big business and still growing, 
Gamers say it is time to get serious about security and ramp it up big time. Wherever humans gather in the United States of America, you have to make sure they're not going to shoot each other to death. Yeah, and we, we do this weird thing where we don't have security because you can't afford to have security for everything. We don't have security until somebody shoots up X. Then from that point out, X is seen as a likely target. Right. Um, so, you know, it's just a matter of time before it's Little League games, malls, everything, I guess. More students, it turns out, are participating in high school sports these days, but for the second year in a row, fewer of them are playing football. The National Federation of State High School Associations issued an annual report and shows a decline of more than 21,000 players in full-contact football in 2017. The sport experienced a decline of nearly 28,000 in 2016. Do we have that expressed as a percentage, Marshall? No. Because I I don't have the slightest idea if... 50 million people play uh, right. football or 308 i mean at this point uh that'd be, that'd be worth knowing but the fact that it's going backwards i mean how do you if you got tens an, of thousands if yeah. you got an athletic kid how do you steer him toward football or how do you not steer him away from it knowing what we know about brains so the drop was 20 something thousand again this year 21,000 yeah okay and well, 28,000 yeah. the year before i can't yeah. imagine the kid my yeah. the argument my kid would have to make before i'd think that was a good idea for him to play contact football well, that's damn near 500 players per state in the Union. Just doing a quick mm-hmm. bit of math. Um, so, yeah, that's distinctive, and I can't imagine that trend reversing. Oh, no. Unless, you know, we go to war with Korea and Russia and China. And decide we want our children to have... Period, and we become a tough, hard-assed society again. You know? I don't know if you're we a hard-ass... toughness ahead of... <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you're a hard-ass society if you beat your head on the wall over and over until your brain don't work. You might just be a stupid society. What about victory, Jack? <laughs> what about victory? Here's a man who cares nothing about victory. <laughs> there you go. That is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I don't know if you recall, Marshall, yes. but uh, I'm a man who kicked a 35-yard field goal that would have been good from 50. <laughs> It's, so you it's say, all on tape. So you say. Oh, no. Watch the freaking videotape, Wiseacre. Watch it. The <laughs> thing was still rising when it went over the crossbar. I assume you have a point in here somewhere. Yes. Well, yeah. You don't understand the great game of football. Oh, Because oh, gotcha. you're, you're, you're in the chess club, weren't you? <laughs> you don't understand what it's like to be out there. One man with ten others. Ruining your brain. Exactly. For the rest of your life. In quest to victory. Yeah. Childhood victory. Uh, I can throw that ball clear over those mountains. (laughs) John McCain's most controversial political move. I think we all remember it. Among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. nation. I've been called a maverick, someone who, someone who marches to the beat of his own drum. Sometimes it's meant okay, as a compliment. Okay, so we just played that clip. I gotcha. Um, Thought that was an interesting request. <laughs> we got this text. I can tell you why people on the right are mad about McCain. The only time he was a maverick is when he voted against his own party. And when you vote less than 60% for your party, you are a rhino. I don't know if that's the correct number or not. 
law. And you're not supposed to stay in the Senate for life until you die. He was so consumed with power he couldn't even step down. Well, that's not uncommon in the Senate game, really. Yeah, it's kind um, of what they do. But yeah, uh, fair criticism. The, yeah, they're, they're, I don't know. It's it's. I'm confused by all of this. I don't know where we should go as a country because... <sighs> Forward, that's what I say. Working Into to, the future. Working together the way we used to do, the golden age of working together, we grew an unbelievable deficit <laughs> and didn't do anything about illegal immigration or... or uh, or welfare programs that are unsustainable. Right. That's when we were working together, those things just kept on going. So now we're... Back at, when there were adults in charge. Right, exactly. Yeah. Back when, when you know, they, people reached across the aisle, all those things just kept on keeping on. Yeah. Which will be our ruin. Well, which will... The only, uh, yeah, exactly. exis- the only existential threat the United States truly faces is our own spending. And so, yeah, I hate the tone of the modern day. I really do. But the idea that that was some sort of golden age of productivity, well, yeah. it was kind of. Well, let's quit pretending though that they were that they did it. They handled illegal immigration at any point in the last forty years when they were, you know, grown ups in charge and reaching across the islands and in more gentle times. Right? No, they just let it keep on keeping on, and they let Social Security and Medicare and all this stuff be upside down. So I don't know. I, I don't think calling each other liars gets us closer to a, con- a a conclusion. But no. just this whole rosy view of the past when uh, when we could get things done and work together. What? I don't see it. Right. It's like the family as the uh, the repo man is taking their house and the sheriff's come and kicking them out and they're thinking we got to go stay with the kids in a hotel by the interstate because we have no home and we've lost our jobs and dad's got a vodka habit and the rest of it and they're looking back fondly at when they were spending money like lunatics. You know, Remember when we used to go to Hawaii all the time and we lived in that big house and, oh, you had that deal with the BMW dealer, a new one every two years. And, man, I wish we could go back to those times, which are how you got here. You know, it's just right. It's uh, it's, it's uh, living illusions. It's but unicorn to, riding. But to flip that on its head, I suppose, my argument, the idea that the only pounded into the turnbuckle. <laughs> We need a more pro wrestling tone. The idea that you're you're, you're automatically uh, <laughs> uh, a bad representative of your party because you sometimes think the other party's right about something—that's ridiculous. Or, or you think if I go a third of the way over there, we're going to get a deal. If I don't, we're going to get no deal. Right, right. For instance, you know, it's funny speaking. But of- if you're a hundred percent with your party all the time, even if sometimes your party's got a stupid idea or has taken a position that doesn't nobody's ever going to agree with. Well, then what's what's to cheer on that? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I had an interesting weekend, which I'll talk about a little bit later on. Had uh, many facets to it. Uh, helping take care of my mom for the weekend. My dad was at a conference, but then he came back. We talked to them, and, and uh, uh, one of my mom's friends slash caregivers, really interesting person, and we were talking politics a fair amount, and... Um, it's a little complicated, but she comes from a very, very different place than I do philosophically, um, but is a decent human being. Your mom or the caregiver? The caregiver okay. lady. I was assume um, you'd say that about your mom. Well, my, my mom's all right. Um, <laughs> oh, as moms go. No, she's fabulous. Um, but while we came at politics and, and points of view and media from very, very different points of view, 
Um, we were both very civil and were interested in each other's uh, philosophies. And it ended up being a very stimulating and enjoyable exchange, which is incredibly rare, because initially I said, I'm not talking about politics. I won't. You can't make me, as I usually do. Um, but then it became clear that she was actually curious, and so we had a, a great little chat. Um, and, you know, it was it was a good reminder of how some people come at various things, have various expectations about life and government and what's fair and what's not fair that are wildly different than mine. And, you know, you shouldn't be threatened by it. You should, I'm just, I find myself interested by it. The other thing, just a quick note, is my dad came back and we were chatting a little bit about the passing of John McCain. This is in Arizona. He was their senator. And um, and while my dad is uh, pro a lot of Donald Trump's policies, and he's definitely uh, more Republican, uh, he's definitely a conservative guy. You know, he's a... He's a military vet in his 70s. I mean, they tend to be fairly conservative. He will never forgive Trump for the shot at McCain. Quote, he's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people who aren't captured. And listen, that was Trump trying to be clever, you know, and just saying stuff like he does. But I thought it was interesting that for all my dad defending him, because it was interesting because our our friend slash caregiver, um, says we can't even talk politics around here because if I bring up Trump, things get heated in a hurry. And I know my dad's on the Republican side of that heated argument, but he will not forgive Trump for that. Yeah, I guess people were trying to bait my dad at the family reunion recently. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because he's the dad baiters. He's the Trump guy in there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, but, can't uh, we all just get a <laughs> Pass the cornbread, and let's talk about something else. Well, that comment about John McCain was just, it was so over-the-top and ridiculous, I, I can't even take it seriously, but it, I can see how you would, as as in who would say that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, especially, you know, if, like my dad, you were active duty during the Vietnam War and knew guys who had that sort of fate, yeah, that, that one burned a little bit. Yeah, but but well, again... I'm sure he has added perspective. I don't think you have to have a lot of perspective to think that that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, At the same time, looks like we may have a trade breakthrough with Mexico. Canada soon to follow. So, you know. But on, on McCain's most controversial vote, I think we all remember it whenever it was a couple of years ago when he, when he walked forward and did the thumbs down on the whole Obamacare thing. That's where most of the hate I've seen on the social media has come from, from the right. That he, no, the Obamacare reform the, thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the Obamacare reform when John McCain killed it. And his, his thinking was at the time, as a guy who knew he was dying soon, was they, they passed some legislation with no Republican votes. And it doesn't work. You can't do that. You can't make major reform that's run by one party. We've never done it before. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. Now we're trying to do it from the Republican side with only our votes. That's not the way that Senate's supposed to work. That was the point of his vote. And that was the great campaign of the end of his life, was trying to restore what's called regular order in the now, Senate. He's Bring stuff up. Get it through the committee, talk about it, vote on it, etc. He's said to have uh, wrestled with the difficulty of that, realizing the times have changed and, you know, voting that down was not exactly going to help Obamacare. He was, he was trying to make a point. Whether or not that was a good idea in the long run, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that little gesture actually is going to bring the Senate back to some sort of regular order where they realize, you know, for major legislation, we probably have to have both parties involved. It's just not going to work to have one party legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
You know, mm-hmm. do you hate him for that or or not? Some, a lot of people hates do. Everybody for everything. It's just the tone of the times. Can we can, can we get violently into football again, or something? So at least once a year, everybody's in a good mood before the season starts. Just the whole hating on everybody over politics. Oh, it's just wearing me out. It was it was pretty interesting how the uh, you know the the media the the major media leans left and they were uh, they were fawning over John McCain all weekend long. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to feel the same way. Who would be a good example of a uh, a senator dying? The media would not treat the same way. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, maybe. Warren Hatch. <laughs> how about when he passes? But, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, and what it is is ugly. But we've gotten a bunch of texts already this morning about what a, uh, you know, a lying turncoat scumbag F him. Ted Cruz's own family will eulogize him. Uh, the man can debate. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. You're not had a very get... straight nose. <laughs> we all respected that about Ted. All man. I did disagree with John McCain's week in the spread democracy democracy around the world at a point of a gun. Right. I, I don't believe he's right about that. Right. Yep. He and his pal Lindsay. He 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 was proud to call himself a nation builder, and I just don't think that works. Eight year old girl walks dog around the block. Police and social services investigate. Unbelievable. Next on the Armstrong and Getty Show.